Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for October 16th through 20th. We are back in person. I feel like we have not done in person a lot That's in the past you're couple months. Jet setting the world. Um, you had a couple weeks where you didn't want to leave your house either. I just happened to not be home. <laughs> There's the difference between <laughs> sorry, us. sorry, you're jet setting, and I'm like, I don't want to get out of my comfy bed right now. It's no, cold. <laughs> that is completely fair, though. There are definitely days where I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> we have to reserve them now for in case weather or winter is bad, though. True. So we had a few pipelines so so like we were just talking about last week i was on the road on the way home from gettysburg and i need to just figure out the audio quality so i apologize i know that there was some lacking there i guess is the best way to say it but we got a message from ellen listen to the podcast the best part was listening to jd's dying <laughs> i mean this so respectfully but i replayed it because it was so funny amanda to jd pretending to be shannon pull over and die on the side of the road jd <laughs> And JD, I just got to pull over and die so she can't hear me dying so she can finish the podcast. First of all, I was legit asking if he was okay. <laughs> Love it when Shannon does the podcast on the road and JD pipes in. The best is like when he randomly comes down the steps though. And yes. it's like, what? <laughs> but no, it's, I guess it's nice because he actually listened to the show too. He listens from time to time, but especially on the weeks that he's been mentioned or that he knows that he has been mentioned yes. rather. He's like, that was really fun. <laughs> I'm like, well, good. I'm glad, glad that you liked it. Oh, that's so funny because Ryan does listen to it almost every week. And last night. Like right now. Oh, there we go. <laughs> He's got to chime in. And here he is. <laughs> so how do you feel about the mention of 
you dying. <laughs> it would be more convenient. <laughs> could pull over and die, and then he could finish. It might be difficult to drive and do the podcast, though. You just have to sit there with a dead body. That wouldn't be fun. Conveniently, we were by the hospitals, like we though. We were at the corner of 48 and 22 oh, when we were having that conversation. That? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just remember, when you stabbed yourself in the leg and the doctor was like, oh, she's going to be mad about the towel. And I was like, I'm the one that got him the towel. Kind of care more about his leg than the towel. I think that he was trying to be funny, but I was just yeah. like, really, dude? Yeah, doctor. He could have been always... close to an artery. I, yeah. I'll replace the $10 towel. Right. Right. But Ryan listens to it. And yesterday we were playing a game with Madeline and it was um, people who are worthy of retweets. And he like listed off like famous people. And I was like, or Pier 54 podcast. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, them too. I was like, yes, exactly. To be fair, so, we don't tweet that much. I know. But, but yeah, retweet us, Ryan. That's Come right. on. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you not retweeting us? <laughs> Other people retweet us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we got an email from Christina the tunnels in Massachusetts. Oh, that's funny. Hi there. I'm from Massachusetts. And there was one particular tunnel that my dad always said we had to hold our breath when we went through it. I used to think it was just him who made up this dumb joke, but maybe not. Maybe I was just so embarrassed that I never told too many people that I fell for this joke. Maybe they did too. Anyway, there's a tunnel that goes underwater from Boston to East Boston. Are you talking about the Ted Williams tunnel? Just curious. Anyways, there's a, it is the main connector from the city to the airport. And when we were kids and we were going to the airport, he would always say to roll up the windows and hold your breath because we're going under the water. Ha ha. I think I think I did this until I was a teenager. Oh, man. So either this joke is more common than I thought or your cousins have been driving driven to the airport by my dad. (laughs) Hope this gave you a giggle. Love the pod, Christina. And it just cracked me up reading that because I know exactly the tunnel if it's the same one that I think because in Boston they actually have exits in the tunnels so in Pittsburgh we don't oh that's so cool you can change lanes in the tunnels (gasps) they have on and off ramps it I love it no I love it no in Pittsburgh you get in that lane and you stay there no moving but then you have 200 feet to cross four lanes of traffic right that are coming out of two different tunnels yes yes so but it was just it was great because yeah, it's my cousins from Boston. I am fairly certain of the ones who told us to hold our breath in the tunnel. That is so they're funny. Just old. So my aunt's four years older than me. My youngest of the three boys' cousin, who I'm the closest with, is like just a year older than me. Okay. So I graduated high school in the year 2000. And I remember crying when I was a kid because they told me that the world was ending in 2000. Oh, nice. So they were also kind of like big brothers, I guess. <laughs> they're also why I did not like the movie Jaws for a very long time. <laughs> Love them. But they tortured us. I like that. Hold your breath. You're going underwater. That is so yeah. cute. Yes. <sighs> now I want to drive through that tunnel and tell Madeline and the same Boston, thing. Boston. So I'm like extra happy about that. But maybe it was like a Boston thing. Maybe. That maybe I maybe need to do a, like a quiz around Pittsburgh. Right. Like, am I the only one in Pittsburgh that's holding their breath in a tunnel? No, you're not the only one in Pittsburgh because I have heard that but from maybe other Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh people. Okay. Right. But I, I never heard it in Ohio because we don't have tunnels that go through massive mountains. No, you have land. Mm-hmm. And land and land and land and flat land and flat land. Right. It's real nice to drive in the snow because it's flat. You don't slide backwards mm. down hills. I do enjoy driving through Ohio when it's storming because mm-hmm. it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. And then we had a request that made complete sense to do. 411 idea. Quartermain Gatehouse. Love it. 
I thought maybe a deep dive on all of the people who have lived in the Quartermain Gatehouse might be fun on top of my mind. I'm not going to mention it because you have to tune in Thursday as we talk about the Quartermain Gatehouse. Love the podcast and look forward to new episodes. Look forward to every new episode. Kim. Thank you, Kim. Yes. And Christina. And Ellen. Awesome. awesome. And all of you who dump right in. <laughs> but we love you all. Thank you. I feel like I need Emmy music going I, I was now. waiting for like the princess wave. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then, so I think that that is it for Pipeline. Okay. can just go into Hulu headlines. On Monday, Blaze surprises Christina. Okay. Sasha makes a revelation. Carly opens up to Sam. Michael plays dirty. Maxie and Lucy consider naming a new face of deception. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, Lois meets Chase. Eddie gets a talking to. Jocelyn panics. Cyrus issues a warning. And Ava is in grave danger. On Wednesday, Lois confronts Tracy. Austin interrogates Dex. Blaze opens up to Christina. Portia and Curtis confront their issues. And Carly updates Sunny. Thursday, Finn makes a romantic proposition. Felicia counsels Maxie. Valentine confides in Laura. Portia confronts Jordan. And Gregory has reservations. And on Friday, Alexis is disheartened. Spencer and Esme argue. Dante is frustrated. Valentine surprises Charlotte. Diane and Robert have a heart-to-heart. I like how that is very sugar-coated. Yes. So where... Oh, I have one note that can kind of lead into a topic. Okay. Uber now has Uber Teen. Oh, wow. Yep. I saw it. I think it just started um, a couple weeks ago. Okay. It's for... With a teen account, they have the freedom to request their own rides and order their own meals under your supervision. Teen accounts are authorized for ages 13 through 17 to use the Uber platform with consent from their legal guardian. Nice. So still has to be partnered with an adult. An adult account, yeah. But I could see this being a great... And that's only been the real issue is the fact that they would say the names of these companies and it's like, no, it's actually illegal for them to do that. They obviously had to work... I don't know if this is even available in all cities and states and everything, but hey, cool. Maybe they they heard our grievances on the podcast. Uber mm-hmm. is listening. We know this. Of course. We do know this. <laughs> but again, Charlotte's apparently taking hour-long Uber rides to and from, and Valentine doesn't notice. That is not a cheap, cheap drive. That would be like 50 right. bucks. That's what my problem is with it. I understand if you're not keeping tabs on your child every second of every day, especially when you think they're away at camp or boarding school or whatever. But don't you check your credit card statements? Because I would notice that charge and be like, wait a minute, I did not take a $50 Uber, especially not on this day. But almost more specifically, if they are not home and they are supposed to be and they have been kidnapped in the past. True. Wouldn't you be paying more I, more attention? I guess I, I would, would probably luckily. not be paying as much attention if my kid was reg- at home regularly and regularly using it. It wouldn't raise a red flag if suddenly maybe they went a little further, you know, or, oh, they just did another trip. If she's supposed to be locked away at boarding, not locked away at boarding school, but she was a highly high camp. camp. She was a camp. So, yes, it should have pinged like, like heavily supervised. What the heck? Yeah. So I don't know. But Valentine talks to Laura, tells him, tells her about his concerns about Charlotte. I thought that whole conversation was absurd. He calls her. She gets there. 
she's like, why would you ever think it was Charlotte? And he's like, well, I have some video footage that has been deleted. So um, good thing to tell the mayor that it's her blah, blah, blah. And she, without talking to Charlotte, without anything is like, oh, that's Victor's influence. Yes, she's right. And I'm glad that they're getting to the bottom of it. But there was nothing of that conversation that would lead her to know instantly that that was Victor. Right. If he had mentioned the tarot cards. Right. And said, Charlotte busted out the tarot cards and said that she needed to do a reading for me. And I remember that my father was always consulting tarot card readings for something. We don't know that. Right. But it seems like apparently he's had two decks. Mm-hmm. So... Something that connected it, but it right. was just like, or even having Laura say, "Oh, I remember the Cassadines had a reading room or something." So, like that sounds I mean, like she somehow found out that information. I feel like they should have gone to her room and found the tarot cards, and maybe and the note. then maybe the note, but just at least the tarot cards for her to be like, "I've seen these before. They were mm-hmm. on Cassadine Island." Blah blah blah. But just standing in the living room talking, oh, it must be Victor. Okay, you're, again, you're right, but you sound like one of those parents that are like, not my child. It must have been the influence of Bobby because he would never. Yeah. And then he went and got Charlotte out of school early, which scared her. Mm-hmm. And it was Laura supposedly is the one who asked because she's like, hey, I have to get back to the office, but I want to be able to spend time with you. But don't you think it would make more sense for her to see her after school and have left the office early rather than meeting her in the middle of the work day in right. the middle of the school day. Right. Because at least around here, government buildings are not open in the evenings. Yep. And you don't just pull your kid out of school for random visits. It's not like she was going back to wherever. Right. Right. In 10 minutes, like you have some time you're back here. It's okay. And then, Charlotte shared with her she doesn't have any girlfriends, that yeah. the friends that she had from before are into different things now and don't seem to want to be friends with her anymore. And Laura's like, well, Elizabeth told me that you and Jake are becoming friends. Why did it not occur to me until that moment that they are both of her grandchildren? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I know this in my head. Mm-hmm. It just didn't connect the dots that her grandchildren are dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before you start writing in that it's Jason and Liz, those boys are her grandchildren. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Those, those boys are her grandchildren. It is not. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't know. But that was sweet. But then Laura started to share, like, I went through a really difficult time when I was a teenager. I wish she had shared just a give one example to the girl. Right, right, right. You know, you don't necessarily have to mention that David Hamilton whole thing. But you could at least... I'm sure there's something that happened in her life that was not quite to that extent that she could have shared. Yes, that she could have shared not fitting in with the other girls and, you know, needing to find other ways of fitting in or... Not other ways of fitting in, but you know what I'm saying. Like, finding her own... Right. Try a different activity. Join a different club. Maybe you'll find someone there that you like. Right. I did like how she was talking with her about... Yeah, he seems to be spending a lot of time with Anna, right? Because the way that she said it sounded like she was also slightly annoyed, annoyed by it. Yep. So, but Charlotte did not open up. And I think that actually scared Laura. Yeah. Because she's like, she, oh, shoot. Right. Because she started, Grandma, I need to tell you something. And then she's like, I'm so glad you're home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy they're uncovering it. And I want it to happen. I just, yes. like I said, I was not happy with she's instantly like, oh, it has to be Victor. Okay. So I did have a problem, though. There were three books on the table. 
I could only read the title that said surprise me. The other one either said lost or last. And then it began with a T, the second word, could not finish reading. It was all in cursive and it was very, very blurry. If you know those other two books, because the other one looked like the entries, but I think that that might be wrong. And Google was not helping me. Seriously, the FBI is going to have a field day going through my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is she doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you ever think they just might randomly like spot check phones? Right. (laughs) Like, what is happening here? Right. What's going on in this woman's life? I really hope they don't connect (laughs) us because they're going to be like, oh, these women are trying to kill off half the population <laughs> and why is she looking up death by flare gun <laughs> <laughs> oh that was something else too so in harmonies um 411 i kept mispronouncing neil's last name it's neil Byrne. i kept saying byron oh i totally and you didn't, didn't correct me and i didn't i didn't, I didn't catch it i like... was consistently saying it incorrectly oh yeah sorry sorry neil didn't mean to yeah. disrespect your last name yeah sorry about that all right, where can we go to next? Could probably just stick with Anna. Yeah, sure. She's just hanging out in the Metro Court with her. Did they give him a name? Mm-mm. Okay. Just hanging out in the Metro Court with her security guard. Robert comes in, gives her a hard time. Well, no, Jordan. Jordan. Robert was last week. Was Robert last week or this week? Robert was last week. Or okay. maybe it was like for a smidge on Monday, but it was mostly Because he was giving Jordan. her a hard time. Like, do you know, why, why do you need a bodyguard now? Yeah, yeah. So Jordan basically asked her the same things because she said, can we not sit in this table? It's like too out in the open. So they moved tables. And then she was like, I don't mean to be so paranoid, but there's someone after me. She just keeps having the same conversation with everyone every week Mm -hmm. of, oh, I'm scared. Oh, I don't know who's doing this. Oh, gee, what's going to happen? I did like her outfit, though. She did look very cute. I just, <laughs> sorry. I just like, I was like, that is the closest to t-shirt and jeans we're ever going to see. Oh, Elena absolutely. absolutely. I liked it. That's her casual. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't get much out of that. Oh, and then that's whenever um, mm-hmm. Portia came in to say, how come you didn't let me know that Cyrus was out of jail? Oh. And then she's like, maybe we can get him sent back to jail. And Anna's like, yeah, it doesn't actually work like that. Once you get a pardon, you're, you're out. Yeah. So... Especially when your sister's the mayor. Right. But besides that, I don't think Anna really did anything. We didn't focus on her that much. Valentine went to see her. And it's like he was right on the cusp of telling her. Because he's like, I think someone is specifically targeting you. But because of Victor, not because of the WSB. Right. I just really wish that he would just tell her. It's not like she wouldn't help him help charlotte right and, and she, she could, wouldn't hold it against him i don't think and she could be less scared it would reassure her okay i'm up against a 15 year old instead of the right. whole wsb agency right or an adult like even if it is through victor yeah another adult has the complex thinking right because oh he told Char- he told anna or laura geez that you know charlotte watched the house to make sure that anna was out before she burnt it down that's that is complex thinking. It seems pretty rational, but right. I mean, for a 15 year old to, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be able to put those pieces together, but the entire thought process behind it right. is. And just the access to information. She's yes. not going to have the same access as the WSB is going to have as far as setting up hits or using information against her or whatever. I don't think the sniper was Charlotte. Though. No. Oh, absolutely. That was absolutely not. So I do think that there are two. I think the sniper is going to end up being about Sunny 
Not about yeah. Hannah. I feel like they kind of dropped that. They did kind of drop it, but I think it's going to be about Sunny and Pikeman and whoever the boss is. Whoever the boss is. Listen, this whole thing is annoying me now at this point because then Austin and Mason this week say about how they're working for Cyrus, but just last week they clarified that there was another boss. So what are we doing? Cyrus, what, what is happening? Flat out said this week, you need to remember who's yes. in charge. I know, but then they keep saying there's also a boss. You guys, she's, she's never going to admit it. She's I'm never going to admit it. Listen, I told you once he we literally see him said you need to remember who is in charge. Talking about But there himself. are hierarchies in an organization. There is somebody above him that he is also working for because that's who they keep referring to as the boss. Separate from Cyrus. I just want to know who this boss is and it cannot be Heather Weber. Okay. I wanted them to kill Mason. Seriously. I was really I was slightly angry. looking forward to that. I want it. Yeah. That sounded horrible. I'm sorry. I'm just over him. And... Cyrus, the boss, gave... He's not... Okay. <laughs> We're changing this. Cyrus, the boss, gave the order... Do you order. think that Cyrus is the boss, or do you think that there's another boss that was previously referred to as a she? Which they did repeat again a couple weeks ago. Cyrus, the boss... He's not the boss. ...said to Mason, okay, take Ava home, all is well, because Austin had testified, and now he is out, and blah, 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 blah. And then Mason was like, I don't care what the boss, Cyrus, said. He didn't say Cyrus to Ava. She didn't exactly. Know, but, but exactly. He, he did boss. not say. Uh-huh. He said the boss. But that's referring I don't think it's, I think it's Olivia. I think it's Olivia. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so... He pulls her out of the car, is trying to push her over the cliff. They're like wrestling some. She's screaming for help. And then Dex shows up and he punches him and back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And then Dex is about ready to go over the cliff and Dante shows up and shoots Mason in the back twice. And Mason just gets to be fine. He was supposed to fall over the cliff or he was at least supposed to also end up in a wheelchair like Curtis. He should not just be walking around free to eat his lollipops wherever he wants. It was grape again, though. It was. Grape is his favorite. Grape's my favorite, too. So anyway, I'm updating our. She's trying to Google something to prove that I'm wrong. No, I'm not. I'm updating our sheet. Oh, no. He said, remember who's in charge. I do just need to update this. Okay. I've been inconsistent on formatting of the who was right about and then the things that people were, were right about. I just need to put like a theories thing. And then once it has been proven, then Uh it moves down to under one of us. Okay. Yes. There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen, I told you, if it winds up being that, then that reveal is going to be amazing. And I will 100% say that you are right. But there's a woman that is being referred to as the boss. Who the heck is it? And how does this all fit in together? I don't think that she was the boss in the sense that we were thinking boss. Who's the boss? Angela or Tony? (laughs) <laughs> my god no please let it be Tony Danza please let it be oh my Tony god Danza. please 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 that would be so funny that would be so funny no that would be great that would be so good there's so many young people that wouldn't get it you have to be orange and able to understand it it's the Mastelli family they're taking over their territory. 
Anyway, back to General Hospital. Back in my baseball days, we used to whack people like this. <laughs> I can clean up real good. Welcome to the Shannon Losing It podcast. Do you think that the writers told the subwriters to listen to our show? Because they mentioned course. 2020 a few times this week. Of course they did. I'm 100% positive. Of course they did. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) He had a show on Netflix that was so good with Josh Groban. It was called The Good Cop. It was so good. And it was only one season. It was really sad. He needs something to do. So just bring us Tony (laughs) Nance. Oh my god. (laughs) She's going to randomly laugh throughout this whole podcast. Just so everyone's aware. (laughs) anyway the woman in charge that cyrus was talking about (laughs) (laughs) okay okay calm deep breaths shannon (laughs) get it together (sighs) okay okay try this again the woman that he was talking about was the (laughs) she can't she's like dying to laugh was the warden okay i said that the boss was the warden a couple weeks ago and you said no but i'm she's not like the big big boss cyrus is the big big i think that i think that the warden was over cyrus she was only over cyrus temporarily because she had access to who came in and out of the prison and now she's gone to texas she's out of it so the big boss is cyrus because he's been released from prison I still feel like there's somebody. Okay. Not sure how many more times Cyrus has to say, remember who's in charge, but okay. But that's what cults do. They're like, remember what the boss says. Remember what. But he was referring to himself. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. When he specifically (sighs) orders. Okay. But he did say for Mason to take Ava, but he told him to take him, take her home. And I thought, okay. So, for a second, I thought that that was Cyrus ordering Mason to kill Ava, but it was legit take her home because Mason was like, no, I'm not listening to him. Right. I'm going to kill you. Mm -hmm. That right there, Cyrus did not order violence against Ava. He ordered for her to go home. He ordered her to go home. Ordered. He's in charge. He said that, yes, they are reporting to him, but there is somebody else. Okay. I have said that. I, that they said, because like he said, yes, you you have said repeatedly that you think there's Cyrus and then someone above Cyrus. I think that whether they change the writing or if we just misunderstood storyline somewhere or whatever, that there is not someone above Cyrus. It okay. is Cyrus. All right. We shall see. Hopefully we shall see. So there you go. Don't let this be another hook incident. Oh, God, no. Hmm. No. All right. But Cyrus goes to visit Drew and Carly's like, what the heck are you doing out of jail? And he says, I just want to make sure Drew was okay because he saved my life. So didn't they tell you I was the one that saved your life? And he says it like, did he order the hit so that he could save Drew or is he just being nice? Mm. And then he goes back into his, well, God bless you both, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then Drew goes back to jail. Aw. Liz filled him in on the boys. Yes. Cam's not a starter, but he's working really hard. And Aiden has his own little bakery business. Fancy cupcake business. Loved the idea of them being sold at Kelly's. Need to know the name. I want to know the name. 
and I love that Drew's like, I'll put in a good word for you. Yeah, that's so cute. It's probably too shy to say, right? Hey, Aunt Carly, Aunt Carly, would it be Aunt Carly? Yeah, somewhere. Hey, Carly, cousin, cousin. Yeah, Carly is because Lucky and Carly, Carly are, are cousins. Cousins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So hey, well, cousin you can call Carly. your cousin aunt too. Sure, you can do whatever you want. Yes, it's your family. That's right, and everyone is intermixed. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's a recipe that we need for our cookbook. It's Jake's Cupcakes. Aiden's Cupcakes. Aiden's Cupcakes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Jake's with Charlotte. We don't want his recipes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really sweet. I hope that she does it. That because would be that'd so be like cute. a nice little nod to the family. Yes. Tree and everything. Oh, and Sam brought Drew Scout's plaque. Yes. From the swim team. Mm-hmm. She said she earned that specifically for daddy. Aw. Very cute. So I guess that takes us back to Alexis because we're talking about Drew. So Alexis talks to Gregory and is like, hey, we're going to play good cop, bad cop here. And I need you to be the good cop, like talking the judge up and telling him how wonderful you think he is. And then I'm going to hit him with the hard truth and we're going to see what he says. And so the judge shows up and Gregory is like, I just love your work. I'm so impressed with your ruling here. And the judge tried to stump him because he was like, oh, did you agree with my ruling of blah, 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 blah. And without a second hesitation, Gregory's like, yes, that was so like such a turning point in blah, blah, blah. And the, then the judge is like, yep, yeah, okay, I like you. You have kissed my butt enough. You have read all the research. We are friends. And so then they start talking and he He's just, la, 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 I do this, I do that. I wanted to be a judge because of whatever. I aspire to this. And then he's like, but I don't know if I agree with whoever because I've never met him. And Alexis. Asher Alexander. Thank you. And Alexis. I like the name Asher. Couldn't hold it in for another second. She was like, really? You never met him? That's funny because you went fishing on his boat. And he's like. I'm sorry, you've been misinformed. And she's like, oh, really? Because I have the flight information and the times and what boat you were on. And then he gets all angry and is like, you ambushed me and this is not fair. And she's like, nope, you agreed to an interview on the record. This is all on the record. So do you want to clarify? But he said, I agreed to talk about X, Y, Z. But exactly. I mean, it's you have to be prepared. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So he left. And she's like, oh, no, he left. And Gregory's like, it's okay. Maybe he's going to think about what you said because he's leaving. Alexis is like, if you re-look at Drew's sentencing, then this doesn't ever have to go out of this room. And but then that's not in justice's best interest. That's in self-serving best interest. If you are legit, yeah. Right. It would have been multiple cases. Damage, it would have been th- revisit this, this, and right. this because you were harsh in these four cases, right. three cases, because you were trying to get the upper hand, not just Drew's. Right. But she only asked about Drew's and then she's upset because she's like, he's not going to do anything. He did exactly what he should do is leave, blah, blah, blah. And then magically. Not before he called her out on exactly why she probably oh, lost her license yes. because of doing um, dirty work you know mm-hmm. playing dirty essentially yeah he he said very specific things that i did not write down but yeah yeah he's like no wonder you got disbarred oh yeah i thought she was like really gonna flip out then so i was proud of good her for her for not good restraint taking the bait and then what i'm assuming was supposed to be an hour or so later they get a phone call and he is repooling drew's file Right as they show them putting Drew into the elevator. So you get that Friday dun, dun, dun moment. Yes. Yeah. But I do think that they need to 
he needs to be taken down. I want to know who Asher Alexander is, though. I feel like the reason that we have a name, it has to be somebody. Right. Not just, I don't know. I just feel like that sounds like an interesting character already. Mm-hmm. Asher Alexander. Yes. It's probably related to somebody. Probably. I mean, there's most, a good t- most people have family. It's going to be on themselves. Most people are related to someone. <laughs> but it's probably like someone's long lost uncle and changed his name and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> We're having a good time today. Bye. Oh, but then Sam, before she went to see Drew, went to check in on Carly and they hugged like the BFFs that they are. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you're okay. I just wanted to check and see. But that was sweet that she's like, I heard Sunny and Nina are eloping. Are you okay? Yeah, I just, every time I see them together, I'm like, you people have shared the same men like 10 times over and it's just weird. And it's not like we saw them really have a turning point that made them become this good of friends. Right. You know, it's they they had a truce similar to Carly and Liz. But that doesn't mean you have to be... Right. You can be cordial to someone and not be friends. Yeah. It's and called manners. <laughs> that's like You a, just don't go in on the defense all the time to every single person other than someone you like. It's a huge part of being an adult. Mm. So, but I'm glad that she checked on her. That was nice. Yes. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And um, talking about Liz, Liz and Finn had a conversation and she's like, I'm sorry the dinner didn't work out, but I had a problem with that. Finn... Was supposed to be a dinner with Liz and had to cancel because Violet was sick. But Finn was supposed to also be playing backgammon with Tracy and canceled because Violet was sick. He could do both. No. Do- it takes a guy five seconds to get ready for a date. He could have played backgammon. He- the man's always dressed in a suit. No. He's just gone to dinner. No. No. I don't know, but I don't know. I was perturbed by that. He double booked himself. But anyway, so she says, well, let's make it up and go out. Friday night, and he's like, why don't we do Friday and Saturday? I want more. We should spend the whole weekend together. My buddy has a cabin. And she's like, all right, let me call Graham and see if she'll keep the boys. But Audrey likes him. Yes. We should see Audrey. Rachel Ames is still alive. Yes. Please. Yes. Even if it's just video chat. Yep. Even if it's just how we have heard Monica. Right. Something. Something, please. Because it was one last time. Right. Right. Because we never know when it's going to be the last time. I mean, that's this true. could be our last podcast that's episode. That's true for everyone. <laughs> Please don't kill us off yet. <laughs> anyway, it's not. So yes, they are going for a romantic weekend, and I am glad to finally get to see where that goes. Because yeah. they like weren't hot, and then they got them hot, and now they're like dragging it out, and it's like, okay, come on, let's push it to that next level. But Gregory went and played backgammon with Tracy instead and actually thanked her for basically pulling off the Band-Aid. Right. And forcing him to confront something that he did not want to do. Mm-hmm. That was nice. I'm and glad. And she sincerely apologized. Right. Right. She really was sorry. She did not mean to to tell Chase. It just came out that way. So yeah. that was a nice moment. I, I don't know. I think that they played with our emotions with Tracy this week because we saw her there and we're like, oh, see, she's not a bad guy. And, and then, then we saw Eddie come in and he was all disheartened because he had just heard about what a jerk Eddie Main was back in the day from Lois because <gasps> she did not sugarcoat anything. I loved oh, it. Loved it. That was loved it. So good. She's like, mm-hmm. I was marrying him. Little did I know he's marrying somebody else. Boom. Oh, so good. 
Anyway, so he goes in like all deflated and is like, oh, I kind of wanted this room to be empty because I like to do music stuff because it clears my head. It makes me feel better. And she's like, oh, okay, Eddie, here, you can have this room. That's fine. And she leaves. And again, you're like, oh, Tracy has a heart. And then she goes and sees Lois and is like, no, I stole the company because I want to give it to Brooklyn. But on top of that, I wanted my 1% back. And even Lois is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of hearing about this 1% that was going on back when I was around. Tracy said something about how she wants Brooklyn to have the career that Lois doesn't. I thought Lois was like a huge manager. I mean, we have heard repeatedly she's with this band on tour. And I mean, you don't have to be. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Selling out massive arenas to be a successful band manager, if anything, she always seemed to prefer the smaller, the smaller yeah, you know, yeah, maybe get a little bit out there. I mean, she enjoyed Miguel and she enjoyed trying to get Eddie Main to the next level. But I think that ultimately, at the end of the day, she was more of the smaller venue, right? You know, let's make a living, but we don't have to be living it up on luxury jets and stuff, exactly. But when she and Eddie were talking. And he was so sweet because he said that he does have a great daughter that he doesn't even remember. Yes. And Brooklyn walked in. I was like, that was so nice that mm-hmm. he was able to at least say that. But then Lois met Chase mm-hmm. and kind of gushed a little over him and everything. I love Chase. <laughs> he just knew exactly what to say. He's like, your daughter is very stubborn and passionate. But now I see where she gets that from. Yes. yes. But then they did flashbacks. Yes. And Ned. And for those who don't know, Rena and Wally were actually married in real life during that time. I I think that is so crazy. Like, it just shows what professional good actors they are. Because I don't think that I could be in the room with my ex rehashing things that happened in our fake marriage while we had a real marriage that then did like not Like, while they out. were really falling in love. Like, yes. the characters and the people were really right. falling She's in like, love at the same Eddie, time. my Eddie, and I'm like, oh, doesn't that hurt your heart? Like, you were my Eddie, and then off screen, you guys were together. I know they're not the characters, but still, like, well, I mean, even hearing a song time. sometimes, you're like, right. oh, I remember how special this song was to us. I couldn't imagine having an entire fandom right. around that I mean how do you think Frisco and Felicia feel right you know right but I just I thought that was really sweet and but she mentioned something about how so she mentioned about how like you said he was marrying or was married to me but marrying someone else I wish that she had said Catherine Bell's name to trigger 
oh, Bell. So, oh, wait, is that the family that Cody came from? Because they still have yet to actually talk about the Bell family. Right. Right. We know that Dominique is his mom, Mm -hmm. but he was raised by the Bells. They've not talked about the Bells. Right. (gasps) Maybe Catherine's the boss. She's back from the dead again. No. Someone just needs to throw her off a parapet or something again. No. They don't die if they get thrown off the parapet. This time she will. For the first time ever. That's what we're at. Death on the parapet. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Eddie was like, oh, you mean Olivia? And she was like, oh, God, no. This is way before. Right? (laughs) So cute. I just think it's funny that of all the things that Brooklyn has not told Chase, she's like, yeah, I'm not even going to get into my parents' background because that's just, that's even too much there. Oh, they were so cute. But what do you think Brooklyn's going to do with deception once she finds out that Tracy bought it she's for her? She's going to give it right back. Like She's going to give it to Lucy and right. Maxie. But if it's in Tracy's name, can she? I mean, if she's really gifting it to her, then it should change names to Brooklyn's. And Absolutely. then Brooklyn's going to be like, here you go. Yeah. Or she's going to sign her shares over. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think Tracy really honestly cares. I don't think she does either. It was about the 1% mm-hmm. of ELQ, even though she's trying to make it about Brooklyn. And that's where Lois called her out and was like, Mm-mm. and she said, Brooke's not going to take it like this. I think that Brooklyn is going to take it because I think she's going to turn around and give it right back. Right. And she wants to focus on her music career. Right. She's happy. She's happy. Yeah. Period. She's like happy. She hurt her friends and this is a great way that she'll be able to right. not undo the damage that was caused, but a nice apology for yes. everything that happened. I liked that with Felicia, though, and Maxie. She was like, listen, you only have certain really good friends, and you don't want to let them go over dumb stuff. Brooklyn was one of your best, best friends. You need to tell her that you forgive her and find a way through this. And for Sasha, you need to say the things and tell her, do not leave. Stay here. I will help you. Whatever. Because if you don't, you're going to lose them forever. And I was like, oh. And Felicia apologized for, okay, wait, she apologized to her adult daughter who runs her own business and has three kids and her own family and everything for neglecting her recently because she picked up a part-time job. Mm -hmm. Don't apologize for the years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Oh, what was it said earlier? Somebody mentioned something about Mac being stepdad to Maxie, but it was the way that it was said. It didn't sound like he's actually the one who took care of them. I can't remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? Someone said something somewhere. Maybe it was, um, mm, it's going to kill me. I didn't write it down either. Somebody mentioned something and it was kind of like, oh, he's her stepdad. Like it's a new thing now that she's an adult, not he was the, was it when was Cody it, and Sasha were talking? I was going to say, was it Cody? Because Cody admitted to Sasha that he had done bad things. And that the most recent one is that he didn't tell Mac that he was his father. And Sasha said, oh, that it's isn't Mac. that Maxie's stepdad. Right. And I was like, mm, no, no, it's Maxie's dad. Yeah, exactly. Like, Mac. Yes, she has always called him Uncle Mac and right. Mac. But yes, I guess I get it. But at the same time. It would have been better if she said, isn't that who raised Maxie? Right. Right. And like, are you sad that you missed out on that something? You know, it's. Uh, but Sasha's packing up and moving to Austin. Where she knows no one. Are we losing her? No, I think that this is just a idea that she's getting and she needs the reassurance from everyone else and then she's staying. But then she tells Ma- Maxie goes to tell her that they've decided to replace her, which they'd already had the conversation with Blaze, who I think is a great option. Yes. I wish we had seen them come to that realization, mm-hmm. though. I feel like it was kind of out of nowhere. Right. But I wish that we had seen that. 
because out of nowhere, we just see Blaze at the table picking out, here, you get to pick out your own product names and everything. That's awesome. They're cruelty-free. Woo-hoo! Right. And it's like, where did this come from? Right. And we should have at least seen Lucy they and Maxie had, discussing, we're going to have to do something about this. They should have had one of them at Charlie's and then seen her talking yes. to Christina yes. and been like, we're going to have to find someone new, but we don't want like a huge star. We want someone that is like just up and coming and then looked over and been like, oh my gosh, please would be perfect. Yes. So Maxie kind of gets her out because Sasha says, I'm leaving. Yes. And so she doesn't have to tell her, hey, we're, we were going to fire you. Right. But I think that Sasha will be okay with it. I think that this will actually reassure her and get her to stay. Like another reason for her to stay is mm-hmm. you are still a partner. So you're still getting the profits right. from that. And you did do some like day-to-day stuff with the company. So you could still do that. But your face isn't going to be out there for everyone to talk about and bring up all your bad stuff and whatever. Right. We're picking someone new as the face of deception. Yes. Which one of the hardest things that Sasha had a problem with was the public scrutiny. And even though she did a great job on the last home and heart, right. It would at least remove that from her given all the things that just happened again. Exactly. Yep. And she was not with or involved with Cyrus. No. When they had her say, I got involved with Cyrus for now. No, she got drugs from him. And we thought there was a little gross. Are they really going to go there? But nothing ever happened they did dinner one time he had a crush on her and she played it up to get free drugs but there was only the one time that they did dinner that the drugs were under the plate right and nothing no other than him giving her drugs right nothing inappropriate happened there was no there was not even a hand holding Mm -hmm. like there wasn't a insinuation of if you do this i will give you this right none of that no so i i just didn't like that Mm -mm. that line not good um Lucy mentioned Sigmund, though. Yes, that was and so funny. And I could funny. not find, There's no write-up on Sigmund. Well, that's dumb. I know. Because that was so funny. Because she was like, yeah, I had a pet doc. Yeah, doesn't everyone? <laughs> I ordered turkey one time for Thanksgiving and wound up with a duck. <laughs> so funny. Named Sigmund that, like, she used to take baths with. Yeah. I mean, there really is not that much probably to say about the duck. No, but you other need than those. she had him. But it was so cute. You need the, Lucy was talking to duck and then suddenly, quack, 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 quack. Right. <laughs> ironic <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I mean I know the name Sigmund was because of the psychologist but oh, quack. <laughs> maybe that was her subtle right she's a little no crazy. she loved Doc though she did but... and Kevin is not a quack no 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 Kevin is probably the most competent person that has never abused his position right I didn't mean to say like he's the most competent because obviously the doctors and nurses and stuff, but he's never right. Even when he thought it was a conflict of interest for him to even look into stuff with Ryan. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good job, Kev. Yep. He kept his head about him this week too, because Spencer talks to Trina and has this like la la land in his head where him and um, Ace are going to be together forever. And it's just going to work out that way. And she kind of slaps him in the face with, He's not your son. I didn't like how quickly she turned on that, though. There was no middle. It was she went from being super supportive of him taking care of Ace, helping to take care of Ace, to, okay, now that we've slept together, you you should not be doing anything for your brother, was how it came across. But I don't think she meant it like that. I think she meant it. I I think she's pushing a little bit because they're still very young. But I think that she's saying, seriously, what is your five-year plan? Like, 
what are we doing? I see a future with us and I see the future as Ace is your brother, not your son. Right. And then for her to say, though, that Nicholas raised you to be the man I love. No, 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 no. Yes. Nicholas did, to a degree, raise him. And the things that Nicholas did resulted in Spencer being the way that he is. But also remember the bad things that Spencer Right, and Laura a huge hand in that. 100%. Yeah. Laura and Kevin, and because Spencer acted out, remember when he came to town? Right, right. You know, it's, I don't know, it just might have been her tone that I was just like, why are we? I mean, it felt like a huge jump. I agree. She went from like, oh, you're so nice because you want to care for your brother to, okay, wait, realistically, I want us to be together and have our own family and Ace is not your baby. And she's been able to broach tough conversations with him gracefully right that that could have been like hey okay so oh because we forgot to talk about nicholas um laura telling nicholas spencer that nicholas was alive right so for that to kind of transition into that she could have easily said okay so if your dad's alive do you think he's going to come back for you and ace or you know maybe just for ace where do you see your role changing In all of that, like, do you think that that's going to change how much you're taking care of Ace or the flip? He's going to take care of more. Right. But then Esme made a doctor's appointment. I totally understood that, though. She said he had an appointment scheduled. They called and said, hey, an earlier time opened up. Kevin offered to take her. So she took him to the doctor. Right. It was just a regular checkup. It wasn't some crazy, oh, no, is he dying or something. Right. And... I mean, to be honest, most of the time, both parents don't go to every baby checkup to begin with. But he did have a good point on, we discussed this during the parenting classes that you you insisted we take. Yes. So if you want this to be a partnership, then you can't just decide when you get to cut me out. Right, right, right. But then Kevin had to tell him the cold hard truth is you're not the parent, which means you have no parental rights. So Mm -hmm. she can actually cut you out whenever she feels like it. Yep. But I didn't, I didn't feel like, I felt like she was proving a point because she was mad that he went away with Trina. Yeah. But she still came out and was like, yeah, he's in the 98th percentile. Everything is good with him, blah, blah, blah. Sure, we can go grab lunch together. Like, she wasn't just shutting him down completely. I feel like we missed something. Right? Like, I feel like there's something in the middle between, because I I do, I feel like we just missed, like, an entire thing with Spencer and Trina as to why she then reacted the way she did and why wasn't there something that you know happened while spencer was away that made esme think right oh maybe i shouldn't be including him and oh you know what i guess there kind of was with the whole chicken pox scare but then not yeah type of thing but then he was willing to cancel his trip so Mm -hmm. i don't know just feels like there's something missing in the middle right back to lucy though she and martin were hanging out talking and michael summoned him Mm mm-hmm and can someone please just still explain to Michael that it does not matter if Carly lost money. It is still illegal. What she did was still a problem. But what he was saying was that in the past, when similar cases had come up, that they were not prosecuted as hard as Carly and Drew were. But I loved the checklist of stuff that he said Martin was doing by hiding Nina's name, by, you know, causing damage. Hold on, I actually did write these down, uh, some of them, I think. Martin's actions have caused a lot of pain and causing, like, devastation and maximum damage for a lot of people. You know, kind of just like what he was planning to do to Sonny, was doing to the exact same people that he mentioned. But that's just, different. It's Michael. 
I mean, it was the same checklist. It's like, what have I done this past year? And what has Nina done this past year? Oh, look it. Samesies. And then he talks about lies. Like, you know, the hiring and bringing to town of Dex was a pretty big one that Sonny still does not know about. Yeah. Where's the Pinocchio nose? Mm. No, Pinocchio is lying. There should be something for, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> just plain deceit. Um, but yeah, Martin's like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And Michael's like, all right, I'll just talk to my dad. And he's like, okay. Uh, and then Michael says, I know who it is. I just need you to confirm. And he's like, okay, yes, it was Nina. I hate that he recorded it. I hate that he, I hate that Martin said it. He could have just said, you're right. Yep. And left it at that. Mm-mm. So now it's going to get Martin in trouble. Martin has enough money from his ex-wives. So he'll be fine. But still. I mean, it's better than being dead, which is what I he mean, might have been. So that is a fair point. I can't wait for Michael to confront Nina and Sonny. I can't wait to see how this plays out. It's going to have to come out, though, that he hired Dex, though, too, at the same time. Then Sonny's just going to be like, what the heck just happened? But Dex is going to be safe because Dex just saved Ava this week. Yes. So that is all going to be good. I was really happy with the way all of that turned out. Like, Joss totally put what Avery needed, which results in what Ava needed first. They worked together. It all made sense. Mm-hmm. The, the way that the phone calls played out, people didn't just magically appear. She talked to Spinelli and he was like, I lost contact. This is where he was going the last time I heard him. And so then she calls Dante, an actual law enforcement person, not goes off by herself and is like, hey, listen, this is where they're at. I love Dante on the phone, though, with Olivia. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Lois is back. Okay. Yes, I will go see her. I'm working. <laughs> right, right. Like, Ma, I can't get into it right now. And they kept uh, Avery at the police station, but kept reassuring her. Mm-hmm. And Joss was like, I'm sorry that you missed the wedding. You must be sad, but I'm sure Nina and your dad will take you and do something really fun when they get back. Like, I just love. She was a great big sister. The whole way that everything played out. And then Carly saying, man, you must have gone through some crap today, Ava. I think you should stay the night. Avery would like to see you yes. in the morning. It was like, like yes, I just love the, the whole thing. Okay, Sam never did to Carly what Ava did. True. But they did not get, Carly did a lot of bad stuff to Sam, more than Sam did to Carly. Mm-hmm. But seeing Ava and Carly, at least being able to, Ava was ready to go. Yeah. You know, she wasn't asking to stay, but Mm-mm. for Carly to say, hey. Why don't you stay? There's plenty of guards. Like security has been beefed up. But if up. we see them become Sam and Carly next, no. Mm-mm. That is exactly what you were talking about. You can be cordial to somebody and right. you just get but along the for the are... greater good. I didn't like that they forgot to have um, Ava say to Carly, thanks for the clothes. Because she said she took her clothes off and left them in the bathroom that needs bagged for the cops. But she had a whole new outfit on. You, you do not leave clothes at your baby daddy's house if you're not no. hanging out together. So Mm-mm. this had to be Carly clothes. Not even your baby daddy house. Your baby daddy's mama's house. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. So yes. thanks for the clothes, Carly. That was the first step they should have said. And then back at the island, we saw Nina, Sunny, and Christina having a romantic di- dinner, mm-hmm. which was not awkward at all. Mm-mm. Christina is talking up about all the different people on the island that she knows and like the chef and this person and this person. Don't you think it would have made more sense to have Sonny and Nina having their romantic dinner and Christina maybe hanging out in the kitchen 
talking with someone in the staff and then Blaze comes in that way. Not where it appears that Blaze just appears on Sunny's private part of the island, mm-hmm. which is obviously heavily guarded if she could just walk right in. But it made it seem like the chapel was not part of his ah okay island okay so that is why she was able to walk right in there okay she went to light a candle for her abuela yes. and that is where they were at the same place but do you think that we're going to wind up knowing who her mom her abuela is i don't what if she's related to lily that would be okay but i don't think so because I, I think it's just going to be a plain person okay darn it okay i think they just needed to explain it you can't oh, have yeah. too many family ties like come i on. know really cool though is but it's kind of weird because yeah. Sunny would be like, oh, yeah, my first wife that exploded that I had all kind of issues with their family after oh, yeah. is now your girlfriend's friends, whatever they're going to end up being. Grandma? No. Yeah. Okay. Scratch that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I liked her and Blaze. I liked that they are sitting there talking just about like they're not rushing them into a relationship. They're leaving you with that. Is this going to be a relationship or just a friendship? I'm not sure. Back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And I, I like that. Mm -hmm. But Sunny then comes in and is like, Nina and I have to leave because of business or we all have to leave because of business or whatever. And she's like, okay, dad, whatever. Like I, I guess I know what that means, but you're cutting my time with Lee short. That sucks. And you see Nina get all upset whenever he gets out of bed. I don't know. I just, I know the whole scene had to happen, but I seriously, I just hated it. As he's like, what are you talking about, Mrs. Corinthus? I just wanted to throw up. No, I don't like it. I mm -mm. I made that a little too real life. Like, no, you are not Mrs. Corinthus. Okay. Carly is knock it off. Yeah. I had strong feelings. I was going to say, I'm like, tell us how you really feel there. (laughs) I had strong feelings (laughs) as I was watching it. I was very angry. Hmm. Sorry. No. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I like that. So then Christina and Blaze had margaritas. And, you know, we see them building this friendship that, you know, kind of hope works out. Right. But I'm glad that you brought up the fact that the chapel is just not part of his. And that's where they were. Yeah. Because that makes more sense. And, then she, I'm like, and how did she just walk on to yes, compound? No, then she invited her back to the private part and was like, here, I'll make margaritas. Yeah. And she was telling us what kind of alcohol to use to make the best margaritas. And I yeah. was like, thanks, Christina. Oh, and then she also brought up about, yeah, my mom was never impressed with this. Mm-hmm. And Blaze is like, yeah, you really don't need to worry about all right. that. You know, you can be good at things without your mom's yes approval. And then we saw Michael, Willow, and Wiley back at the gatehouse. And Wiley was cute when he's like, Nina's a grandma again. <laughs> She's my and devil grandma. Like that rationale. I'm like, yeah, that is such a cute kid thing to say. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because how do you, Willow even had that look. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> right. You are right. And then we saw per- Portia and Curtis discussing how they can't be intimate. Okay, wait, here, I got this. Okie dokie. Holy uh, guys, Amanda took um, notes. I, nope, this isn't even from me. Okay, so, oh, okay. so I'm laying in bed. Oh, I like your phone case. Uh, Madeline made that for me. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I have a clear... So I have the purple phone, so I bought a clear case for it to show the purple. And Madeline the other day took my case and traced a white piece of paper and then colored a little design and then put it in. So that is my new back of my phone case. That's cute. So thank you. I will tell her that you complimented it. Anyway, I'm laying in bed with Madeline because I'm trying to get her to go to bed decently. And so I'm like, I have to watch GH. Just lay here. You can watch GH. We can't play on your phone. You can't do anything else. You just you need to fall asleep. So she's laying with me and we see 
Portia come into Curtis's room and she's like, hey, babe, blah, blah, blah. And she starts having this conversation about how she would like to be with him. And he starts talking about how he's not sure that he can be with her. And then they flip to somebody else and then they come back to them. And she says again, like, I'm sure that we can figure out a way to be together. And he's like, no, I know the doctor said physically I can be with you, but I'm not sure that mentally I'm ready to be with you, blah, 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 blah. So then they flip to somebody else and then they come back to it and they basically just keep having the same conversation over and over again. And Madeline pipes up and says, no one cares that you can't do. (laughs) This is a direct quote. No one cares that you can't do lovey dovey type of stuff, even though the doctor said you're physically ready. (laughs) So from the 10 year old, from the 10 year old. And I loved that. Like, she knew what they were talking about, but lovey-dovey. Like, we don't care. We do not care that you can't do lovey-dovey things. You need to get your head together, and Portia needs to quit pushing and just get out of your bed or for right now. Or maybe having the emotional conversation part of it. Right. You know, yes, physical, but emotional plays a major part in it. Right. And probably needs more encouragement and than other things. a doctor, and just in general women seem to be more emotional than men why is she not getting this yeah he he is like not trying to hurt her feelings he is not trying to be a jerk about it he's not even saying like hey i'm not emotionally there but physically sure let's hook up that's fine because i have that need too or whatever he is putting it out there as nice as he can like vulnerable exactly we've had a lot happen in our relationship plus this is affecting me psychologically that I can't do things in any aspect physically the way that I used to. And so although maybe physically that works, I can't get my mind into it. I am not ready. And she's still like, it's okay, babe. It's okay. We'll get there. And he's like, I don't even want to have this conversation with you. Like, stop. I get out of my bed. Exactly. And then they start talking about Trina graduating from college in two years and about how they should have a party for her at the Savoy with a signature cocktail. Whose idea was that? That was your idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like. Oh, maybe the they're deaf, maybe yeah. the writers sure they're listening to us. The every substitute week. Li- writers were listening. Yep, 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 yep. Because we're still on sub stories, I think. Yeah, we should be right. But also, do you have graduation parties for college? You can, but it's not typical, right? Am I going to be expected to have a graduation party for my son in a year and a half? I mean, that's totally up to you. But it's not like a typical. I can't remember ever being invited to a college graduation party. No, they did not have the the most recent person that I know that graduated from college would be my son's girlfriend, and they did not have a graduation party. Like, for probably her. a nice family dinner, right, right, right. But like, I'm not. I mean, I, trust me, if it was a thing and it's expected or whatever, I'd do it. But I'm just like, I don't think you do that. I don't know. I guess it's just more of them putting something positive in the future, right, on the books, apparently. Right. And then I think the only other thing we had left was. Robert and Diane. <laughs> and he calls her Killer Miller. <laughs> and she calls him out for taking a three-hour lunch break on the taxpayer's dollars. Yes. Whereas she is self-employed and can create her own schedule. Yes, she can. And answers to nobody. That's right. I mean, you kind of do because you do answer to court. But exactly. She's not tied to her phone waiting for Sonny to call. Right. But they are going to start over again at square one. She is willing to give him a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Curious how that's going to work out. 
I like that she's not letting him get away with. Oh, right. Exactly. He's like, I thought that we could move on from here. And she's like, no, mm, I'm not forgetting that you did this, this and this. If you want a fresh start, I can give you that. It was a pawn in Holly's scheme. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. It was. Yeah, I think that that is it. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Reality check. So what do you have going on? Hmm. Uh, Megan went to the doctor this week after we removed her cast. Is the letter H still there? Um, Was it an H or an A or whatever it was? It was a U. Oh, a U. U. The U is no longer imprinted Uh, in her skin. Good. And um, they cleared her and said she was healed and fine and she could (sighs) drive or whatever. So she was happy a week early getting cleared. Thank goodness. Yes. Yes. She was driving me crazy. I made her go to the doctor by herself because I was like, I feel stupid calling them and being like, yeah, my teenage daughter insisted she needed a cast. You guys put it on her. And less than two weeks later, I had to remove it because she let some kid drop a letter down her leg, which I still don't believe is exactly what happened. But what the heck? Right. Like, how would you not notice that a toddler and a toddler, right? No, not even a toddler. He's he's in kindergarten. So okay, like so a kid. He like he was there. You felt him. It well, wasn't that's what like, I'm saying. Like how yeah, did you not know? It wasn't like like a toddler like climbs on you and plays around yeah. and whatever. It was like touchy touchy. Yeah. So maybe a toddler, but no but kindergartner. Slightly being shoved down your cast. I feel yeah. like the second that it left your skin, you would have been like, Hey, what you doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it was a total um BS story because she She's a girl that gets what she wants, even if it's not the proper way to get what she wants. In some ways, that's a great characteristic. In other ways, it's not. So, in what ways um, would that be a good characteristic? She, no, I just mean that she like doesn't take no for an answer. Oh, okay. That she she she's very persistent. She's good at advocating for herself, but sometimes she doesn't go the correct means about it and those would be the negative the way you just said that i'm like no 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 i'm just gonna be a grow up to be an ava jerome and (laughs) but we love ava right i would still love again but um it was funny because she called some of her dad's friends that are emts paramedics whatever asking them for advice and they were like you're never going to be able to get that off like your your mom's <laughs> your mom's not going to be able to get that off and i was like yeah you should tell them that they don't know who your mom is like <laughs> when i'm determined also things happen yes and then when she went to the doctor because i made her go by herself she went to the doctor and explained what had happened that's all they kept saying they were like just so you know this story is going to circulate around like the whole hospital you should not be able to get the cast off by yourself what did your mother use and she was like a, a drill. drill well and they were like how did she not hurt you and megan's like i don't know my mom just knows things so which i don't i don't know things it was a total spur of the moment first cast sometimes being ever. a parent means but, you have to think outside the box yeah you were not going to you would not have drilled on her if you thought you were not going to be able to control the drill right exactly you would not have just taken that as a right let's see what happens right no, if you didn't if you weren't already familiar with the drill to know yeah that you I, can I, I wasn't using like a six inch drill bit and thinking that right. i could judge the skin right to contact it was a very small drill bit i i had it i was we very careful are waiving but. all liability from this <laughs> yes do not if your child needs their cast removed go to the er they have a special saw it'll take them two seconds they will cut it off and that is what you need to do do not do at home cast removals at all ever should only be done by orthopedic professionals 
However, I had to take matters into my own hand that day. So that was that. But she's cleared. So she was a happy girl. It kind of annoyed me because I was like, you should not have won this. But she did. So she is cleared to drive, which does make my life easier, especially because my exciting news is that I got a new job that's going to start in two weeks. And so she is going to be assigned some driving because it's work from home and I can't leave my desk to do all those things that they kind of just assume I can do for them. Mm hmm. So, oh no, welcome to working from home. You're expected to be able to do even more. Yeah, but no. Yep. Mm-mm. Not yes. doing it. Yep. So, oh, you work from home. You can just do this. Oh, you make your own schedule. You can just do that. Right. No. Your I schedule, do. you're, you at least are going to have right. a yeah, set I schedule. Do. I do not make my own schedule. Where mine is so flexible, sometimes it gets taken for, oh, but I'm you sure. can just do that later. And it's like flexible is not optional. Right. I still have to get this stuff done. Yes. I still only have the 24 hours that the rest of you all have. Yep. Yep. No, I'm excited for the set schedule because that's exactly it. I physically cannot move from this spot for this set amount of time, which means you need to figure it out. And I'm hoping that it encourages my adult child and almost adult child to take on some of that responsibility. So yeah, cool. That is that. How about you? I had a very boring week. I just had to consult my calendar. (laughs) I'm like, what did I even do? (laughs) Yeah, I'll have something else this week. But yeah, last week I have a seminar that I'm putting on on Tuesday, so I was just busy getting that together. And you were still recovering from meeting James. Yes. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got to share the story of meeting James Patrick Stewart a few times, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. 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 Shannon's blushing. Her whole little face is lighting up. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. But yeah, um, I got a new toy. I got the Remarkable tablet, but it's like a digital tablet that feels like paper. <laughs> Welcome to my exciting. That is legit exciting news, though. Amanda already oh, knows. Yes. I'm like, what I got? Yep, she showed it to me as soon as I walked in. Look at my new toy. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, just my daughter had a doctor's appointment this week that did not go as badly as I thought it possibly could have. So that was good. Yes. Um... I had a girls' night at one of my friends' houses that we've been trying to get together forever, and then we wound up having to cut it short because I had to do showings. Aww. I mean, it's the other girls had to go early too, so it's not like oh. I was the only one that left. Well, that's good. Um, you know, I mean, that's just one of those things that you finally get together and. Yeah. Oh, my husband and I went to a new restaurant yes last night. Well, it's not a new restaurant. It's a we went to an old restaurant for the first time last night with friends of ours who we haven't seen in two years. Oh wow! And that took us forever to get on the book. Two years, apparently. It, it took us a long time. <laughs> and then, sure enough, after we had finally scheduled that, we got an invitation to another friend's 25th wedding anniversary party uh-huh. in the afternoon, though. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, so is this a thing that like we can dip in and out of? Or right. is it... And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Come and go as you can. I was like, cool, because I already have stuff going on, but of course we want to come over and celebrate. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous I of all your parties. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, I didn't realize that I had all these parties. Oh, so like everybody was in Gettysburg last weekend, though. So we do, we go to Anthony's like once a month with a group of friends and I happened to, I had my choice of two seats and I sat down at this one where another regular, but like, I don't know him, but I know that he goes there all the time mm-hmm. was, and I happened to say to one of the other guys, oh yeah, we were in Gettysburg last weekend. And he's like, the guy that I don't know, like he's not part of our group. He's like, I was there too. My wife and I just came back on Wednesday. And then someone my husband works with was there also who stayed in the same hotel on the floor below us. <laughs> And like all these people were out there for the um, anniversary. Oh, that's cool. Like the movie anniversary. So that yeah. was cool. But yeah, that's, that's kind of, I'm boring this week. 
you're not boring. You're have all kind of parties. You're living it up. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm not really like living it up, but yeah. I'm not like a little party animal. <laughs> Had a lot of wine this week. We'll put it that way. There you go. So, well, and I, and I got a case of wine from the winery that nice. I like out in Gettysburg. So, yes. All right. So, join us on Thursday as we discuss the Quartermain Gatehouse. Have a good week. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.